Working out is hard enough, so you may as well make what you're wearing an easy decision. Girlfriend Collective makes sustainable, soft, supportive activewear that feels as good as it looks, so you can look forward to moving your body. Girlfriend Collective creates responsibly sourced activewear for everyone from size extra extra small to 6XL. They've got you covered from head to toe. Find pants with different compression levels for ultimate comfort, supportive and soft bras and underwear, workout dresses, joggers, sweats, beanies, and even cute slide sandals. And Girlfriend makes their items in your go-to staple colors, but also makes fun, bright colors and new seasonal releases to choose from. They also have a garment take-back program called Re-Girlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, send them back to be upcycled into new Girlfriend gear. Feel good in what you wear, whatever you're doing, with Girlfriend Collective. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash Francine. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash Francine. Girlfriend.com slash Francine. And please tell them Eyes Up Here sent you. All right, damn it, we're back. It's the eyes up here, flashback on the Creative Control Network. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week we come back here to go back in time with the creator of content, Queen of Extreme, Francine. So when we go back in time, am I 25 again? <laughs> well, do I, do I age backwards? No, you'd be, I think like 48. Yeah, maybe. Oh, 48. Oh, wonderful. 49. Okay. Oh, 49. Okay. I remember it well. Okay. Last uh, two and a half years or yeah. so. Oh, okay. Not a, not a problem. <laughs> not all the way back. Not not, not, a, not a not a way back playback. There's a podcast yeah. with that name already. So Is there? Oh, yes. okay. Well, I'm sure they're lovely. Oh. We can't uh we can't steal that. No, I don't steal anything. I'm I'm an original creator. That's what I do. Um, but for these segments, I have no input because the Chadster just picks what he wants and never tells me. So Enlighten us, because I am with the fans. What That's technically doing? not true. I did tell you this when we were together last weekend. I did well, say what we were I don't do. listen to you, so I forget. So and that's perfectly on. all right, as okay. long as I remembered. Uh-huh. Uh, we are going to go back and look at a Patreon-exclusive episode, which these were originally aired on Francine's Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. We are going to go back and look at your wrestling firsts. Oh, yes, I do. I do remember now. Okay. Okay. For we're talking not your uh you know first dance at your you know oh. your your school as a kid oh. or your first boyfriend or your first kiss. We're not talking any of those first. So we're talking love, wrestling first. I was so in love back then. Okay. Okay, wrestling first. Yes. So a wrestling first can hmm. be debut, uh, first match, uh, first impressions of the business, uh, yeah. first time you met so and so, blah blah blah. Have you encountered any wrestling firsts in the last few years that you didn't encounter during your career? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, when the guy gave me an eggplant as a gift. <laughs> that was a first in my That's life. That's a first? That's a first. Because um, they use the eggplant emojis as a penis, don't they? They do. It, it took me a while to figure out it was an eggplant. but Yeah, so is there a connection with that gentleman giving me an eggplant? Is that like in, is he insinuating like, hey, here's my eggplant. Would you like, 
my real eggplant. He he might. He might. He might have. I don't know. I um, have a feeling people that use that emoji are like overcompensating. They might not be the size of an eggplant. Eggplant can be pretty big. <laughs> I would use a zucchini if I was a guy. Why an eggplant? Okay. I like uh, eggplant is like really fat on the end and then it comes really skinny in the front. Like use a nice size zucchini. And then the peach, is that the butthole or is that a vagina? No, that's the vagina. It's a vagina. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, see, I don't the know. The butthole. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's what the poopy emoji's for. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. What uh, kind of and, text and, conversations do you have, girl? <laughs> uh, I, no, I see what the kids are writing. And uh, I'm like, hmm, maybe I would do that a little different. Maybe I would use different emojis. But that has nothing to do with this podcast right now. No, it doesn't. Going we off wait. on a tangent here. So wrestling bit. first. Um, to be honest with you, I know we recorded this a long time ago. And I don't remember what I said at all. Um, so I'm listening to it like it's the first time, just like the rest of you probably. Oh, it's another wrestling first. It's your it's first, first time listening back to you <laughs> talking you about your first time. Yeah. Could you imagine that I don't remember anything? That's a first. My memory's sharp as a tack. <laughs> I can't believe that. It's the first time. That's the first time I've heard that on these uh, airwaves. It'll be the last two because I'm lying through my teeth. I don't remember <laughs> anything. But, uh, uh, let me ask you one that. I don't think we asked on the air. I think, you know, you talk about your, like, you know, the, the first event that you did with the 911 choke slam. I think you talk about that, talk about training, talk about those things. Do you remember, like, the first time you got, like, really potatoed? Like, just didn't expect it. And ouch, holy crap, that was live. And I can't believe that hurt. Um, like, in the ring? In the ring, not not like in like, training where it happens. Okay, like in front but of a crowd. in the ring, and you didn't expect it. Well, I mean, there was the bam bam thing where my pelvis was broken. I didn't know what the we didn't call the spot. So when he he all he told me was, "When we get out there, I'll do something to you." That's all he said. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> and I had no idea what he was going to do, but it was Bammer, and I trusted him. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just go with the flow, you know. And um, I had no idea he was going to press me and just boop, throw me to the side, like, and you know, it, it it happened within five seconds. But as I'm falling, it you know, it felt like twenty, thirty in slow motion. My brain is going, how do I turn my like? How do I land? You know, because I just gotten my breast implants. Yeah, so I got so afraid that I protect. Yeah, I was going to rupture one of them. I had them for like a month. And this was, I think this might have been like, I don't know, one of the first bumps or I was just scared I was going to rupture them. Um, So that was very unexpected to me. Uh, Terry Funk slapping me in the face. That was not a called spot. I did not know where that came from. And it hurt (laughs) like an effort. And, um, (laughs) you know, like that took my breath away because he slaps really hard um also anthony durante gave me a clothesline to the outside and he literally hit me right in the middle where the adam's apple is and he closed my throat so i legit could not breathe and i didn't tell anybody but i ran to the back and i was gasping for air in the corner because i was i was also crying because i think i might have hit my head on the concrete um you know didn't expect that. I thought he would have taken care of me a little, went a little lower, hit me in the chest, but he got me right in the throat. Um, little things like that happen. What, what can you do? You take the go with the bad. Okay. And that was the first. So the first time you got 
bitch slapped in the ring by Terry Funk. Terry Funk. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah, so, no, I'm not. Even get that. I don't, all I got was, how was it? Are you okay? I was like, that was great, Terry. Thank you so much. Sidebar. Have you seen the picture of him that surfaced this last week? I retweeted it. Yes. I oh, did. you did? Yes, I did. That's sad to see. Pay attention to my Twitter account. Maybe you would know. I see it. I mean, I saw it a hundred times, but it's just sad <laughs> to see the Funker. He's so, yeah. You know, I still think he would get out of his chair and slap the crap out of uh, whoever who, who was it. Uh, I was going to say Gino Hernandez, but he's dead. Um, uh, Mandy Fernandez. You think he'd think it's 1988 and just. Dude, I don't him. know where his memory is. Like, is he, I, you know, I don't know much. Is it dementia? Is he forgetting or is he thinking that he's in another decade like that I, don't I don't know i don't know if he has dementia is it alzheimer's or is it dementia i don't know i'm not sure well, what's take your on. pick which one would you want <laughs> i wouldn't want either so exactly uh, we pray for the funker and he's Absolutely. a great man and um you know age is a factor plus uh, uh banging your head over and over again does not help matters and that's uh what's very scary about professional wrestling is you um decline quicker than the average man so that's fair with terry well that's a very sad way to end this uh flashback but i'm so sorry well you brought it up <laughs> i did it was my fault it was the yes, first time i made the uh, mood change way to go uh, somber uh but we'll get over to the uh flashback uh now if you want to follow me it's at chad emb on twitter on instagram it's at ib exclusives and go to patreon it's patreon.com slash francine podcast and if you want to follow me across the board on social media, you can find me at ECW Francine and uh, enjoy the episode. And Francine, I want to talk about some firsts, if we can, this week. It depends on what kind of first we're talking about, Chad. <laughs> Wrestling related first. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Sure. <laughs> so coming off our episode that we had with Selena De La Renta. On, Don't you uh, love saying her name? I do. I, oh, I yeah. like saying it quick. You got to say it quick yeah. like that. You can't like you know. You can't fail on the uh, pronunciation of the name because then you lose the uh, you know the the Latin, the Latin flavor of it. But That's um, right. <laughs> with her being so young and in the business, I, I I always just try to think about you know what's going through her head coming in because it is such a different industry than it was in in the mid nineties. So drawing parallels to you is kind of easy in some ways but then in other ways it's not but i want to kind of go back into the early days of your career let's talk about some firsts in the wrestling business for you um well let's see i said this before i was 20 when i started right. uh, okay. i had no no experience whatsoever um right. the only wrestlers i ever met were through that wrestlemania party that i won <laughs> which the is awesome tickets to. <laughs> yeah that story even today, I'm just like, how the hell did that happen? That's I great. honestly don't think anybody else entered the contest. <laughs> I think I was the only one that entered, to be honest. Because uh, I, I think I even won first place. Like, for, there was a good. grand prize, and then there was a first place. Yeah. And I, I, they sent me a first place gift, and then the grand prize gift. <laughs> See, I used to fall for all those little things that they do in the magazine and all that stuff, but uh, I never got diddly squat. So uh, you might well, just this be very wasn't lucky. In a, this wasn't in a magazine. This was on the video jukebox network. This was a legit. Then that could be you. You're the only one <laughs> that could be right. the lone, the lone entrant. But I'm saying I used to fall for all their work things that they used to put out. Oh there. yeah. You know, live wire, the call and show I'd call every week. I try to get in. You can never get. Oh on. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, um, but that, so first, so yeah, I, I, I'll, you like, want me to, I'll, I'll ask you to first, if you want. 
Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, because I'm th like I think I was the first world girl to go through a table. Okay, is that what you're referring to? I mean, I could ask something that easy, but you know. Well, oh see. no, then explain. Okay, I don't know so every, all right. So you're so you're 20 years old. You're, yeah, you're walking into ECW. You're the walking. Lion's what, Den. What, you're walking. Yeah, you're walking in the lion's den exactly from the uh, the frying pan uh, outside. Uh, you know, in the heat probably into the fryer, the inside mm. of the ECW arena, being hot as uh, as Hades. Balls. <laughs> but uh, who's the first person you met when you walked through the door? Uh, at the arena or just getting my foot in? In the arena. You walked through the doors of the arena for the first time. Who's the first person you met? Or who's the first person that stands out that you met? Well, uh, God, you're going to think this is crazy. I don't remember a lot. I don't know if it's because I hit my head and had a, like, a concussion um, there are things that I cannot remember. I don't remember buildings. I forget spots unless somebody says, go on YouTube and look this up. It's so weird. Like, I don't remember a lot of things. I don't remember. The only thing I remember about one of my first times at the arena was meeting Sherry Martell. Right. And we've talked about that one. Yeah. Right. And I, <laughs> I thought I met Shane at the arena for the first time, but he swears we met in New York. Okay. So he might be right and I might be wrong. Um, I remember meeting Paul, I'm pretty sure it was at Pulsation, no, I'm sorry, Montgomeryville. That's mm. the first night I remember meeting Paul was when I got chokeslammed on that house show by Al. Okay. Um, so that's my first meeting with Paul. Um, I met JT because he was my trainer. Right. So, uh, of course, when I went in there, I, I went to JT because he was a familiar face. Uh, but I, I didn't really know too many people. You know, so you kind of and and I remember some people told me, like, stay out of people's way. Like, don't you know, don't be very vocal and stay out of people's way. So I would read a book and then I got heat for reading a book. <laughs> I remember Sandman screaming at me, get in front of the monitor, put your book away. And I'm just like, well, who am I supposed to listen to? You know, so I put my book away and I got sat in front of the monitor and, you know, I, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Like, right. I didn't know what was the right thing to do because no one taught me etiquette. Right. I didn't have um, someone that I can ask questions to, like a, a like a big sister in the business. I didn't have right. anybody. No, no one helped me. Nobody took that role. Um, that's why I try to help selena when yeah. i can because that ties in perfectly yeah yeah because i didn't I, I there was no one for me to go to i had no one literally and so i just tell her if you need any help please don't hesitate call me ask me if you're confused if you you know i don't know all the answers but if i can help you i definitely will because i i don't like that feeling of being lonely or right. not not knowing what's going on so if i could help somebody i would love to so the first bump you took is the choke slam, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's the first, uh, the first big bump I ever took, and uh, didn't even know what it was. You didn't and, know where you were going. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, and, and I remember, and, and Paul was just like, "What? You don't want to do it?" I go, "No, I'll do it. I'm just not sure what I'm supposed to do because I didn't go over that in in wrestling school." Right. Like they weren't choke slamming me. I was trying to do like rolls and, uh, you know, run the ropes and yeah. stuff like that. Like they didn't, they didn't choke slam me. So I wasn't really sure what it was. And, um, uh, you got to remember too, I was a WWF 
fan. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of the moves that we did, they weren't attempting any no, of that kind of they stuff. Put, they, they put the ladies on top of literal, like, pedestals, and they were like, don't touch they, them. Yeah. They, <laughs> Just they look at really, them. Don't touch them. <laughs> they, they, uh, they didn't do much with them. So uh, I just said, and, and Paul said, don't worry, he'll just grab you. I, okay. I, so my cue was being grabbed by my hair, being drugged over the table because I was the, at the announcing table. You right. know, I was the, I yeah. was the timekeeper. Right. And uh, I didn't even know how I, I said, am I supposed to really timekeep? I didn't even know what the <laughs> hell was going on. You know, and I'm ringing the bell for them. I rang the bell. They told me when to ring the bell. Um, and then he, yeah, Al just literally just grabbed me threw me down and it was just like white noise it was just like oh <gasps> a gasp and then silence and then i i'm just laying there like is that good is that bad what's going on <laughs> i don't even know so uh yeah that was first first thing i did so i got a first for you so we've seen beyond the mat most of the wrestling fans out there and we've seen paul's speech where they're they we've seen the, the image of you backstage during the speech and you kind of you know there's the motions are flowing ecw's first pay-per-view what are your memories of barely legal Oh gosh, I was scared out of my gore. I was so scared. And uh, I just, I remember just telling Shane, like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And he's like, you're not going to throw up. I was like, dude, I'm really going to throw up. And then that, (laughs) like, Paul saw me freaking out. And that's when the scene in the movie where he pulled me to the side. And um, what you didn't see was him telling me, like, what what is making you so nervous? And I said, the fact that we're live. Because we never, we were live to tape. Right. You know, and we never were live, live. And yeah. I, said, I said, Paul, what if I mess up? And he goes, do you ever mess up? <laughs> I go, couldn't there be a first time? And he's just like, you got this. Because Paul is very dramatic and theatrical. And he's just looking at me. You got this. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, okay. And I'll just cry. And I literally thought I was going to throw my guts up. It was just the nerves. My nerves were so bad, so bad. But my nerves were always bad, though. Like, I always felt sick before I walked through the curtain. And then once I went through, I kind of composed myself, you know. But my mind was always turned. I'm always thinking of the next spot that's, you know, going on in the ring. And I said before, like, I I tried to know five or six spots ahead of mine what was going on, just in case there was a misstep or something or... Like I could ha- be helpful to the guys if something messed up there. I, I, you know, know what to do. And so I try, I always tried to listen to the complete match and just retain as much information as I could. But, um, yeah, I was a bundle of nerves that night. And then <laughs> if, even if you ask Shane, like it wasn't, it wasn't the best match on the card. Right. You know, and then we had a uh, Takamishinoku just blew out of the water. We were just like, oh, Okay. <laughs> That's great, you know. So um, you live and you learn. But East, how about this one? How about ECW's first musical CD? You are oh. featured on the back cover. <laughs> so I, I was trying to think maybe first piece of merchandise or whatever, but the CD was a big deal because everybody knew the music of ECW was really what helped set the vibe of ECW. What do you think about being on the, uh, the 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 back cover of the first ever ECW CD? Is it? Um, hold on. Is it that one? That's the one. Yeah, it's that one. My extreme, husband made that for me. Extreme music by various artists. <laughs> how, how, all right, this is how smart I am. So I made the cover of that one, right? And right. then the music label gave out swag. 
I, I'm not sure if it was the same music label that did the second one. Um, not really sure, but they gave out swag and they gave out these shirts and uh, it had their label on the shirts, right? And I said, I'm going to wear their shirt and I'm going to get my picture taken in it and I'm going to get on the on the second <laughs> the second CD as well. And I did <laughs> because I was go. smart enough to put their shirt on. Oh yeah, yeah, I put them over with their shirt and I made I made both of the um the covers of the the CDs. But that's perfecto. But the first one, yeah, you flip that bad boy over and you're on the uh, the backside the, uh, mm-hmm. the track listing. Which funny story about that. So where I used to live in New Jersey, there was a music store downtown, and my grandmother would go into that town every weekend to get her hair done and you know go shopping. So when, you know, she's asking what you want for Christmas and I obviously being a, a huge mark at the time, wanted the ECW music CD, oh. not knowing what the cover looked like at the time. So then all I could picture was my 70-something-year-old grandma buying the Sandman wrapped up in barbed wire, <laughs> bringing it up right. to, the, to the counter at the music store. And you're like, yeah, I'd like to buy this. They're probably like looking at her like, oh, wasn't that the one where when you opened it up it had all of our pictures over the songs and it gave a quote i think so i, I haven't looked at it in years so yeah well if i had a copy in front of me i would laugh my ass off because my quote was not from me and it was like <laughs> i like to spread oil all over my tan body and i'm like what the frick who wrote this <laughs> so was, ridiculous. That, was, that Shane, was that Shane over there being like, and this is what I want you to say? Say say this for her. No, that was <laughs> probably still after it. <laughs> I, I don't. I think it was Paul. Actually, I don't know who wrote it, but I remember getting this CD and I was like, oh, this is cool. Then I opened it up and I was like, oh my god, this is mortifying. Who wrote that? Because I didn't say that. But um, no, but it was nice to be. You know, it was nice to be featured. Yeah, I, I was. Cool. I was thrilled to be on it. Yeah, I was. It was some, something good that happened. I'm trying to Wanna think be? if there's any, anything else uh, first-wise. I mean, you know, just wanted to throw a couple out there. It's really, uh, I don't know, there's really, there's really, maybe next time we'll talk about last. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about first, I don't know, how about last oh. next time. But no, I mean, you know, pretty much all I got for this one. If, you, okay. uh, if, you're, if you're satisfied, uh, what are some other firsts you remember about Francine? Leave it in the uh, the comment section if you oh want. Oh, my God. In relation oh, yeah. to wrestling. I mean, I don't need, yeah. I need to preface it. I mean, like, come on. Relation to wrestling, something maybe I didn't think about. I could have, I could have said first full match, but maybe that we save mm. that for another day. So okay. um, I yeah. just wanted to kind of think outside the box. So you've been listening to uh, <laughs> this Patreon exclusive. Hope you enjoyed it, right? You hope you enjoyed, right? That's all we can yeah. ask. Yeah, enjoy. And there you go. We'll catch you on the flip side. The flip side. There's exciting news coming across from our friends over at Manscaped. Just launched their fourth generation performance package. This ultimate package includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, have done it again to make your grooming game next level. Join myself and the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the new performance package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com and using our promo code Francine to get 20% off and free shipping. This performance package 4.0 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, it was worth the wait. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. And let's start off first by saying the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This trimmer is absolutely ridiculous, and I dare say 
the greatest ball trimmer ever. Okay, yeah, I went and said it. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunctional on off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000A LED spotlight on and off when needed for more precise shades. And did I mention that the 4.0 lawnmower is also waterproof? And if you thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. The Weed Whacker will chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ear. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered by 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant for before leaving the house, and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner for a mid-game ball check. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. And to take it even a step further, Manscaped threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0. That, of course, is the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag so you can bring your comfort and your boxers to another level. So my favorite part, the call to action. Get 20% off and free shipping using the promo code Francine at Manscaped.com. Again, it's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Francine at manscaped.com we've said it forever but your balls have been through enough this past year treat them with the best tools for the job and of course that is brought to you by our friends over at manscaped and as always and like we've been saying from the start we thank manscaped for being a part of the eyes up here 